You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't know if that uh, like one ups you or I in think the, it does. In competition does it? I think it does because it's not even not even getting in and then getting the X's. It's not even being allowed in. Nope, it's it's like, straight from the get go. I didn't even speak to anyone. Nope. The only words just spoken the to me were like, your face. nope, you're going out, you're mm-hmm. not coming in here. Nope, just keep on walking. I think that it's you. And you know I what? I had a successful year this year. Yeah, good for you. Alas, you did not. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. <laughs> on top of that, uh, she was very methy. Very methy. She was pretty methy. The woman that asked me to yeah. leave. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. We It is so fantastic that you do so. Yes. It's been a couple of days. took a couple of days off. I forgot our We did. There. And it is, yes. uh, just behind the scenes, it's a little toasty in the studio. It is a little toasty. It is pretty warm here in Portland, Oregon today. Oregon. <laughs> Oregon. I've been seeing more people com- complaining about and like going back to saying like Oregon and all these different places. You are perpetuating something terrible and it's you need true. To stop I mean, like that. for example, after George W. Bush said the internets, now I can't say internet. I know. I always say internets. I've said internets for ten years now. Oregon. You can say Oregon. 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 Yes. Okay. That. Well, that's okay. Right. I don't. That's not how I say, it, but that's okay. That's that's <laughs> acceptable. Um, of course, we are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon, and uh, then available via the internets all over the cyberwebs. Now I just said internets because you said it, yep. and uh, you can download the podcast. We are very appreciative that you found us, and thank you for listening. All right, we've got a time of stuff to get to today, uh, but I think we should address what it was we talked about at the beginning here. Now, should we bring on our super secret guest for we this? We probably talk? should just so he can listen to your shame. Yeah, as because we're talking he about wasn't it. there, but maybe he could. He might have some comments on this kind of situation. He's familiar with small towns. Uh, small but, town living. Yep, small town living. Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming to Fun Employment Radio, Mr. Aaron Duran. Oh, well, hello there, Greg. Oh, well, hello there. Oh, hello there, Aaron. Is that your old-timey voice? That's my old-timey voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a silly-sounding old-timey <clears throat> voice. Well, my, actually, my throat's still hurting me. Yeah. I what? still am not fully recovered from... No. Yeah, I know. That's, uh, you're kind of leaving yourself What's going on open. there? From all the cock. Um, <laughs> so all of the cocks. Yeah. No, I still have not recovered fully from Rockaway. That's that's a solid three days of yelling constantly. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And that was that was almost two weeks ago now, but it takes its toll on a yeah. man. I understand. Yeah. Beats it out of you. Yeah, and I don't think I've gone to bed earlier than 1 a.m. all week. Yeah. Part is just too damn hot. It is too. Even with my AC. <laughs> we are so Let's complaining. talk about care. the weather on yeah. Aaron and I are on the same boat. Like, Greg is like, no, nah, it's hot, whatever. Like, he can kind of, mo- he can tolerate it. Yeah. Aaron and I are both like, I don't know about you, I turn into a giant baby when it gets too hot. I'm just like, it's too oh, I'm fucking horrible. hot. See, I'm too sweaty. But you realize, so you guys are also perpetuating the uh, constant thing that Oregonians complain about weather all the time. <laughs> it's either too cold, <laughs> it's too rainy, it's too hot. Should be noted, I never complain about anything but the heat. You do com- yeah, that's true. It is. I, I Aaron does like himself a nice cool day. Yeah, and everybody's like, well, you're part Mexican, you should be fine with this. And fuck you. <laughs> well, just because <laughs> I don't. Says you're part Mexican, you should be fine with this. All my friends, like, I all taught me about it. That's your Mexican, you can handle the sun. Like, you know. That's the reason why my family left Mexico, because it was hot and miserable. <laughs> We're all going north. So basically, you two are in here, and this is this what it's going to be today. You're both going to complain about the heat. No, you mean in the oven of a studio? With it the, is. It is. The warm. insulated is. black walls. And let's it just say, indeed. since we're starting off with this, whatever, everyone's feeling this. We also have our air conditioner in here, which uh, serves about 30% of the time as an air conditioner. Yeah. yeah. Another, uh, the other oh. 70%, it's kind of a warm air mover. It's what we call a heater. <laughs> 
little PSA to you all. Never let Rick Emerson buy your electronics. <laughs> I think Ever. Rick got her just like a hand-me-down, too. He's just like, I got this. I, I acquired this air conditioner. I went on the free thing on Craigslist. <laughs> and got it. So it's I a traded beast. one case of Viso and a packet of Slim Jims at the Plaid. <laughs> got his air conditioner unit. <laughs> but when it works, it works very well, but... That's all very few 90 seconds All it. 90 seconds of it <laughs> Mine works really good Oh, I'm so happy for you So I had to use three blankets last night Because it was so icy cold Mind you, I could have turned off, turned down my air conditioner No Nope It's easier just Not to pull on a blanket And just to flip off with it Fuck you, world <laughs> Eat that This is mine how about you, Greg? How you how you holding up? I'm I'm okay. You doing I'm okay. good? Your hair looks a little curlier. Oh yeah, might might be a little bit curly. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. It's a little no, springy. I was just kind of letting you guys get this out of your it's system. A little carrot toppy. No, we'll, get, we'll get back to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it'll come back come back around. Yes. Well, another place that was very warm was uh, St. Paul, where Indeed. we went to for the rodeo for the Fourth of July. Yes. So we should talk about this. So <laughs> it should be very much explained though why we're going down there. So our friend, uh, our wonderful friend Lily, is from St. Paul, Oregon. So it's a tiny, tiny town in in Oregon about like 45 minutes south of Portland and it has a rodeo every year around July 4th. World famous rodeo, Greg. It is a world famous rodeo for rodeo stuff. I'm not a rodeo guy but I do like going down there and hanging out because basically you camp out in there in a, her parents' backyard. That's not camping, Greg. It's in the backyard. It's not. It's not. If oh, you're right. Wow. It's he's not camping. Like it's a, you stay in a tent. You stay in a tent but I, I use just, that. Outdoor living. Outdoor living. Well, yeah, That's you're fine. sleeping in a tent, but yep. then you're barbecuing and you're drinking beer. Sleeping in yeah. a tent under the stars, surrounded by like horses and farms. Yep. Like that's camping. No, no, that's farm camping. No, that's no. just outdoor living. No, where do you go to use the bathroom? Inside the house. That's well, not it depends. If it's in the middle of the night, you can go outside the tent. Still, you just, still, you just squat it in the lawn. That is still <laughs> not camping. That. that is not camping sure. on, on my on my end. <laughs> but, people are asking if you went glamping. What, Greg? Well, God, is it glamping? Is where you get like a it's somebody to set camping. it up for you, and like you get like a like a like a big huge bed that's like placed. You kind of did go stuff. glamping because there was How? like plentiful food. That's like I'm sure you glamping. had yeah. like you were uh, you had access to a restroom. Never use my well, name in association with glamping. Hold on, what kind of food was it? Uh, barbecue is awesome food. No, that's not. That doesn't count. Doesn't matter how gourmet it is. If it's still barbecue, that's outdoor Mm-mm, food. But he was that's also eating. Food and well, and all accoutrements of barbecue. There okay, because I was going to say he was eating some award-winning for the third year in a wo- in a row. Uh, Lily's mom won the best potato salad. That's an, in that's the county. an accessory to barbecue, and therefore mm-hmm. outdoor eating. So the St. Paul Rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> I was not glamping. Uh, is uh, it, you know, it, there's a whole like fair around it. If you've ever been to like a small town fair, then you know exactly what this. It's like like the county fair style. Lots of Zipper carnies. and hammerhead. Yep. Bottle yep. toss. Yeah. Tilt yep. a whirl. Yep. Uh, tilt yep. a whirl. Gravitron. Yes, they did. Uh, they didn't have gravitron. They had a uh, different one. Spider like, the octopus. Uh, Cybertron or something. It was, <gasps> it was they did. They had. Kind. They had the uh, octopus, but they called it the orbiter okay. instead. Not yeah. the one you stand up in and it spins really fast. You yeah. Not that the they didn't wall. have the gravitron. Yeah. Yeah. No gravitron. Yeah. That's the spew shooter. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that one. The vomit sticks to your face. <laughs> the vomit bucket. I see. I've never. I used to go. I don't. I don't really go on rides anymore. But when I was a kid, I would go to the state fair and go in the gravitron. I never. Never saw anyone throw up. I did. I didn't do it, but I saw. Someone I saw do people it. throw. Up I always wanted to see it happen. You know, not be next to that person because that would suck. I always wanted their vomit all over my body. Well, no, because if it's projectile, then well, it's going to spray gonna everybody. I'd want to be no. like well away from them. But I did always kind of want to see somebody just yeah. throw. I don't know why. I just wanted. You to see never hilarious. want to. No, yeah. I've seen people throw up on rides before, and it's gross because it's 
everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, and they're spinning. It it's not it just smells. like... Yeah, it's not just like one little like... Well, it's the, like flying through the but air. But not in like the Gravitron. Someone, it stays on them. Oh, God, yeah. It sticks to the wall. Oh, yeah. But if you I see would, some on the spinning ones, I mean, it's basically like someone left the top off of a blender. And yeah. it's just like... But it's like going around in circles. It's disgusting. I always wanted to try and try and stand up on the wall of the Gravitron when uh-huh. it was at peak speed. Yeah. To see if it'll just hold you there. Right, yeah. Yeah, I oh, never that would had, be awesome. Yeah, I would never have this. I never or had climb the str- along the sides of the walls. The best I had, I had the strength to get like like on my butt. Like I was able to sit up. Oh, and that was pretty cool. But then they slow it down. Did you use that down. to like show off to girls when you were going to the fair? Yes, because when you saw me at twelve, <laughs> there was nothing. Because when you, yeah, no, no. <gasps> I could see Greg <laughs> on the gravitron since it pins you against the hey wall. Hey, baby, look at me stand. <laughs> I could see Greg next to some like hot chick, but kind of wiggle himself up as the gravity's like just starting to pull him to the side. Just oh so no, he's, like, super it's tall. Me against my beer <laughs> no, so he's like he's like a foot taller than the girl, and she can't see his dangling feet. Like, oh, hello. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm so I mean, tall. I wasn't. I wasn't delusional when I was a kid. I knew I was short. No, but I probably would try. To, that's the kind of thing I would try to do to like yeah. flirt with girls. I didn't know what I was doing. I, yeah, no. Like, you know, 11. As opposed to now. Yeah, as opposed to now, where I'm the, obviously the manly world's man that I am. Uh, play, playboy Greg's what yeah. they call me. Yeah. That, and, but hashtag, that's, that's. Hashtag like, Greg the Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies. No, but that is Did something. Did you see though, me at the St. Paul Rodeo? I would totally try to do things like that, though, to like show I would, off. I would do it on the Tilt-A-Whirl. Yeah. Because, you know, you can't help it. The Tilt-A-Whirl, like, presses you into like, oh, no. Oh, and then oh. you're, like, leaning against yeah, them. Yeah, and then, uh, Yeah. The other, the other thing I would do, too, is because uh, Central High School got to work the Tillamook ice cream booth like a couple of times a week for like the football team got a day and then the, the drama club got it for a day and I was in both. So I'd get a couple of days. And you there. were an ice cream trader. Isn't you? this when you were a barterer? I think you talked about ice totally. cream bartering. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. I loved the fair yeah. because I would go there. I'd have access to free ice cream. I don't know if we were supposed to give away the ice cream, no. but I would I would take it and I would go to all the other food booths. And I would negotiate. I'd be like, all right, well, I'll tell you what. I work at Tillamook Booth. What do you got here? Looks like uh, you got some elephant ears. Maybe uh, you could let one of those go. Maybe I bring back an ice cream. Yeah, fry bread or or some Chinese food or whatever fair food, you know, fair stuff that they would have. Really crappy Chinese food. And, um, yeah, and then I would barter with each one of them and trade them. I didn't even want the food. I just liked the deal. I used to do that, too. I I used to work work at the Kiwanis Club uh, corn dog booth. Oh, People look forward to those Kiwanis Club corn dogs every year because there was no corn dog like them. I don't know what their very batter special was. kind of corn dog. Special kind of corn dog for the Kiwanis clubs. <laughs> it was, and it was with a. Hey, in retrospect, it's kind of dumb because it was all with a K. Kiwanis club corn dog. Oh, oh they spell corn dog with a K. Kiwanis hey. club corn dog. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of odd that. But way. I would I would trade Indian taco. I would take corn dogs to the uh, the tribe there, the the, Pi, the Maidu Indian tribe, and they had the Indian tacos. Oh, with fry, fry bread. bread. See, oh. we would trade. <gasps> that sounds delicious. Indian fry bread is amazing. Oh, it's I've so good. It. Oh, it's so what? good. You probably have just to have elephant ears without any sugar on it. Okay. Actually, no, the fry bread's a little different. Yeah, it's, I mean, I've had it like over at uh, Kenita and stuff like that. It's it's really good. So good. Okay, yeah. let's stop talking about food porn, you guys. <laughs> okay. All, All right, right, so the fair. But anyway, yes, that's what I would do. I, also, I would give away free ice cream, though, to any uh, chick that I thought was, was cute that would hey. come up and be like, hey, hey, baby. Hey, why don't you come here? Yeah, just skip the cash register. What's some uh, mint what, chocolate what chip? What do you want? Hey, this yeah. one's on me. Like, here's some strawberry hey, shortcake for you. Say hi to your mom <laughs> for me. Yeah, yeah. It never really worked, but yeah. I always thought it did. I was like, yeah, they're going to come back. They'll remember me. They'll come back around and... I'll come back around to old Greg. No, they didn't. They wow. Didn't really come back around. Don't go that way. Old Greg's and giving away. Don't go that way. Old <laughs> Greg's that way. Tell all your friends I'm giving away free ice cream. <laughs> come on back to old Greg's ice cream. And then they'd get mad when they realized I give away a bunch of ice cream. <laughs> 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 but the St. Paul Rodeo is is like that. It's just it's small town fair stuff. It is. And um, one of the things, though, we, we didn't go to the actual rodeo itself. 
where they, they had the actual rodeo there. Didn't mm-hmm. go to that this year. I've been to it before. Which not is really fine. my thing. It's not really my thing either. Like, I like everything that surrounds the rodeo. Rodeos themselves, I'm not really the biggest fan of. No, no. I mean, I, I don't care. I mean, it, it's fun. it was fun to go to when I went the one time. It's just kind of long and it gets kind of boring. And uh, then there's all kinds of, you know, of course, extremely conservative political jokes that the announcer puts out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah, all right, I get it. Yes, you don't like Obama. Okay. Mm. Let's, let's move on from that. <laughs> I don't really care. But the things Just surrounding stop. the fair, or the rodeo are glorious. Yes, the things surrounding it, including, though, they have, of course, the rodeo bars in St. Paul, which is there's the tack room. And then there's the bullpen. Now, if you've been listening to us for over a year, or longer than that, if you heard last year's show about uh, the 4th of July, how we went to a place called the Tack Room. Oh, you got and, 86. Uh, and I got, yeah, I didn't, get it, I didn't get kicked out. I got X'd on my hands, though. Yes, they came up mean? to me. It means I, I couldn't, like, they wouldn't serve me any overpriced beer. Right. So, so uh, it meant that she could not purchase any more like alcohol. Like, I could stay in there, but I couldn't purchase oh, no, any more no alcohol. More $8 Coors Light. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they take out a big permanent marker and drew giant X's on each one of her hands. Yes. So that everybody yeah. could see she was shamed. It's like a scarlet letter for, yeah. for the tackle. And they were telling me it was because I was using my hands too much or something. Like, I was moving, like, whatever. Like, That's whatever how you they're... talk. I know. I'm doing it right now. Right, I'm going to stop doing it. But uh, Don't use your hands, As Sarah. per OLCC guidelines, if you see someone excessively talking with their hands, this is what at least the, the rodeo carny person told me that means it's a sign of clear intoxication even though as i said last year there were drunk women hanging from the fence behind me unable to stand but here's the key sarah were they locals they looked like locals they did look like locals. they had the outfit on they had the cowboy cowgirl thing going you know and they looked kind of slutty so they they could get away with that they you could. clearly look like a flatlander that's I was what i call a them. flat what, what the hell's a flatlander Flatlanders. Is that like See, Highlander? Flatlander. Oh, I, I wish. Think, That'd be awesome. <laughs> Flatlander is something for, from where you grew up. Because I don't remember the Flatlander thing. Yeah. But I did grow up out in the country. So the Flatlanders, because you grew up in Northern California. Northern California, 5,000 foot desert. So it's up there. Yeah. And anyone who moved to Susanville, regardless of where they were from, Flatlanders. Unless you moved in from Westwood. You just assumed that they would not survive the winter. Yeah. That was it. They would either go out in the woods in the summer and be eaten by a cougar or a bear or a pack of coyotes, which did happen to Susanville, um, in the deserts, or they would go or they would not survive the winter. Yeah. And hmm. that was the thing. Like people wouldn't be like, oh, see, Flatlanders can't handle the winter. Or like the kind of idiots that drive out into the middle of like nowhere in the middle of the winter, but I got a four wheel drive, I'll be just fine. Oh yep. yeah, those stories always end break. poorly. Oh yeah, Southern Oregon every year there's some idiot from San Francisco or something <laughs> like that who drives out in the middle of nowhere, not telling anyone where they're going. Or doesn't believe the sign that says road closed. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. but look, it's oh, a four wheel drive. Yeah. It's like that is an actual mountain. Something bad can happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bad things can happen there. It's pretty bad. I so mean, yeah, we, we call them flatlanders. People ate themselves. I I was called here. a flatlander till the day I moved, and I lived there for 19 years. Wow. Wow. Susanville takes itself very seriously. I suppose so. Flatlander. <laughs> the, the land of You're never a flatlander. Sweats. What? Susanville goes by, if you are from that area. Like you, like, never wear sweatpants? They call, like the, that? They call themselves the never sweats. <laughs> because even when the pioneers got there, they were so low-key with the land of plenty, which it's not, by the way. It's a shithole. <laughs> they called themselves the never sweats. <laughs> I think That's it's just like cold for the fact wait, that... Wait, is it because like you don't sweat? Don't, what is it? No, you don't sweat it. Oh, never you just sweats. Don't, you don't sweat the small you don't sweat stuff it. or the big Yeah, stuff. we're the land of the, the never sweat. I was so going like, to say, Aaron, I know you, and like, and I know I me, we're both sweaty. I'm like, yeah. you're not a never sweat. So like Missouri's the show me state. Yeah. Susanville's the never, le, the never land sweat. Land of the never sweat. Land of the never sweats. This sounds like something from Wedding for Guffman. Like yeah. I could see them doing it. And then it. there was the time where the never sweats had to go to war against the Empire of California. These are actual stories that are told. Yeah, and then the Great Sagebrush War. 
lasted all afternoon. The Great Sagebrush War. What was that? Here's what happened, okay? The pioneers, whatever, they get to the area that eventually becomes Lassen County or whatever, the, the Honey Lake Basin. <laughs> Never mind that there's already indigenous people there. That This is how much that area sucks, okay? And this the, is in Northern California, for anybody who doesn't know, and right kind of the High Plains near, Desert. Near section. Reno, Nevada. If you know okay. where Reno is, you know where Susanville's at. Okay. Here's the thing. That area is so horrible that when the pioneers got there, the natives that kind of once in a while hung out, they went, yeah, take it. It's yours. <laughs> Have fun. Because <laughs> um, it's a horrible shithole. So the, the Never Sweats, they set up their land there. That's such a weird name. It really, really the is. The Never Sweats. So a few goes, years go by, and no one there's paying taxes because ta- taxes are evil. Mm, right. Of course. Yep. This is all pre, this is all like late 1800s, so... Susanville was down was against the government old school, so the state of California comes up to him and says, "You got to pay taxes now." And they say, "No, we're not. We are a member of the Confederated Territory of the Nevada, the Nevada Territory." They went, "Oh, oh wow, okay." Because at the time there wasn't good mapping, so California leaves. Ne- Nevada shows up a year later and says, "You got to start paying taxes." And they said, "No, no, we are we're we're no, we're part of California." Mm-hmm. That goes on for like ten years. They both finally show up one day and say, "You look, you're one of like eventually California says you're part of California, Nevada. This is Nevada's state lines now. They're now yeah. a state. You're part of California. You need to pay." And they say, "No. We're not going to pay." And this we, is the Never Sweats. This that is are the Never Sweats and a couple of the other areas, but the Never Sweats were the beginning of it. And this is where if you grew up in Oregon, wow. you will know what this means. This is the early beginnings of the state of Jefferson. Yes, indeed. Yeah. yeah. You know what it that means. It started right there with the Never Sweats where they were going to go to war, <laughs> cool, war. With some members of California, the Imperial California, they used to call it. The Imperial State of California. Wow, that sounds very foreboding. <laughs> and there was a gunfight at, at, at uh, Roop's Fort, Jim Roop's Fort, which is now a park in Susanville. Jim Roop? Jim Roop. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Jim, Jim Roop, Jim, I think. Jim but. Roop, one of the founders of Susanville, he, met, he found it with a guy named uh, Peter Lassen. Which we'll get to that in a minute. This is hilarious. Oh too. boy! <laughs> so there's a big old. There's like nothing but like yelling at each other for like six hours. Someone actually does fire a shot. It's found out later in history that he wasn't actually shooting at the enemy. He was trying to unclog his gun, and it went off, and he shot himself in the foot. The war <laughs> was literally ended when one of the local, like, it wasn't a flop house, but it was like when a woman owned a house with, like, eight rooms, and she'd cook for everybody, like a boarding house. The war literally ended when she came out, and she said, you boys knock it off. Dinner's ready. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, <laughs> they wow. all went inside, and then they talked it over over biscuits and dumplings or whatever. <laughs> that is awesome. So the whole thing with with Peter Roop, or no, with Jim Jim Roop and Peter Lassen, they kind of founded the area, and he, <laughs> Jim Roop, wanted to call the place Roop County. And name it <laughs> Coincidentally. After, wanted to name it after his daughter, the main town, Jane. It was going to be Janesville, Roop County. He couldn't make the trip to the state for himself to do it. So he goes to his buddy Peter Lassen and says, hey, will you make the trip for me and I'll pay you extra, but you turn it on the paperwork. And Peter Lassen said, yeah, Jim would be happy to do that. Goes to the, at the then, the capital of California, and you'll notice that I never talk about growing up in Janesville and Roop County. It's because he got there and he changed the name to, he crossed out Roop, wrote Lassen for his <laughs> name, crossed out and he put his own daughter's name, was Susan, and went, Susanville. <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's oh, the that's land awesome. of never wow. sweats. Yeah, no, it's the town was from the beginning. It was filled with assholes. Oh, and it's still, wow! Far from my mom and my, it's still a town of assholes. Wow, 
I wish my town had like a interesting story like that's, that. That's pretty good. So sad. Yeah, the state of <laughs> you Jeff- boys quit fighting. State of Jefferson. <laughs> yeah, man. the state of Jefferson was going Some to be Southern shit. Oregon and Northern California. Yep, going to form their own state. They still have like the Jefferson Independence Movement. Uh, if you drive down I five into Southern Oregon, there's oh, a is big it like the barn. Cascadia Movement? Uh, no, that's different. different than okay. that. Uh, there's a big uh, sign on a barn that just says "State of Jefferson." State of Jefferson like, down by Medford. Yep, and uh, they actually petitioned to be their own state, but. They, they like got a whole bunch of uh, momentum, but then Pearl Harbor happened, and they squashed it because they were like, okay, it's not a good yeah. idea to start trying to they make were, a state. It was probably going to go to vote for Congress to allow Oregon and Washington, or Oregon and California to split and form a state of Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it picked up some more steam in the early 90s. Yeah. It, because for some reason, well, not for some reason, that kind of area, Southern Oregon, Northern California, got really nervous when Clinton became president. Like really aggro mm-hmm. and nervous because they were just convinced he was going to land you in helicopters and take the guns and tax their babies and a everyone's a, always scared about the a, guns and abort yeah. their cows. Like everything <laughs> was just going to go to shit. And I remember like they pushed really hard for it, and that was a time when California was taking the water from Northern California without paying for it because the droughts were so bad. They were just taking all of Northern California's water instead of offering to buy it and all that shit. And I, I don't know, you might have seen these too. I remember having a t-shirt because they had State of Jefferson t-shirts to raise money. Mm-hmm. And they were all customized depending on what county you lived in. And my mom probably still has a shirt that shows Lassen County walking away with the slogan that says, Will the last leave please turn off the lights? Wow. Stateofjefferson.org. See, I didn't have that where I grew up because it was I grew up in, in more northern far Oregon. North, yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't down where that stuff happened. I mean, we had a lot of anti California sentiment growing up. There was a lot of, you know I remember that. Californians go home. That doesn't exist that at all in Portland anymore. Right, yeah, that stuff's Mm-mm. still around. But uh yeah, d- not the state of Jefferson. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well We always hate Oregonians because they couldn't drive. <laughs> and then once I moved, See, I realized, oh, the, no, you can't drive. And that's the same <laughs> thing, though, Oregonians would say to uh, to Californians. Or to Washington. Drive, or Washington drivers. Yeah, Washington yeah. folks. <laughs> yeah, bad yeah. drivers. Yeah, State of Jefferson, man, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. I still randomly go to the website. It's just updated. to check it out. Just like once a year, they update it. <laughs> <laughs> well, in another oh. small county this past weekend. Yes, I mean, I so anyway. No, 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 that <laughs> yeah. was good. Yeah, I like in, learning. Uh, in St. Paul. So the tack room is... Kind of the main bar there. There's the two bars, the tack room and the bullpen. We went to the tack room. Uh, you always have to go there for a couple of drinks. Now, I'm not going to say I hadn't had a few drinks during the day. And it was maybe about 10 o'clock at night, 1030 after the fireworks on July 4th. And you walk over to the tack room. Now, you don't drive anywhere or anything like that. No, everything's within walking distance. Yeah. Everything's within five minutes, Yeah, <laughs> basically. And you walk over there. And then they've got people checking IDs, although I will say very poorly checking IDs. They were totally poorly checking Because there IDs. were people who were just walking right by them. And just not even getting checked. No, they weren't even getting carded. Like as we're sitting there, wait, because mm-hmm. we're like all convinced ourselves we're, we're going to we're adhering to every rule. Yeah, we're yeah. standing in the. Well, line. I mean, I don't have anything to hide. I'm fine having yeah, my ID checked. Yeah, we're of age. No way yeah. on your arms. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and so got in, got a couple of beers, went out back, and actually, I was not asked to leave at the tack room. Um, you know, I was. I, w- I probably looked very tired, as I was told by other people afterwards. Like, yeah, man, you look tired. I was. And our friend David, he ended up getting the two X's on his hands. Mm-hmm. And now I was surprised with him because he was dressed up kind of cowboy-like. No, he had he'd been on, working at, he's the, got a at real, the rodeo all day. A real cowboy hat. He's got the full garb and everything, but he he got uh, X'd. Did and he move like city folk, though? He wasn't moving a lot because oh. he was really tired. He didn't so. have a walk. Because he'd yeah. been participating in the barbecue contest all day. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people don't really have the southern accent, but Sarah applies it to that. No. 
Yeah. Some people do. I heard some. I heard uh, mm-hmm. some rumors around the fire pit when we got yeah. home. So there's like, did you see that? Did you see that? Whatever. Like his name's like Michael. Did you see Michael? He's like he he grew up in Portland. Now he's like trying to have a southern drawl. Like I <laughs> well, guess apparently is, there are people who are faking southern drawls. There are people there that is do a that. Drawl. Yeah. It's just yeah. kind of a lazy mouth that don't open all the way. <laughs> the lazy mouth drawl. Yeah. <laughs> you let your tongue do all the work without your lips. <laughs> well, we were at the tap room, and I do have to say, this year I kept my arms pinned firmly to my sides. And I did not get asked to leave. You did not. I did not. Did you not did get not. cut off you, at any Sarah? point. Thank you. I, I was very proud. This, as though this is all a badge of honor for us not to get kicked out. It really is. Well, well I mean, you get targeted when you're when you look like you're a city folk. I look like a city folk mm-hmm. when I was in there. I did not look like cowboy. I don't have the garb. I don't have a hat. I had I had a baseball cap on. Yeah, I did not look. You did look cowboy. like city folk. I looked like city was it folk. a baseball mm-hmm. baseball cap or was it like a? I think it was a it was a bar hat. Like oh. a baseball hat bar hat yeah because if it was like a hat for like leopold sculpts or like you know cabela's or john deere you'd okay with sure it. yeah yeah you're right then uh, mm. that might have helped a little bit but uh, so that happened and we we leave and we're like all right well let's go over to the bullpen the other bar because you can one only more stay drink. at these bars for so long yeah it's like, a lot all of people. right it's a lot of people I'm like all right we'll just go there for one more drink and they have like this whole like uh line like metal fence thing that you lead through you wind through to get up there and i'm following lily who's you know, I grew up in St. Paul, so I'm like, all right, we're fine. I'm just following along. We get up there. <laughs> Lily starts going in, and this they had they had the security out front, and this weird, and I'm just going to say it, she looked very methy. She looked pretty methy. <laughs> the security lady looked very methy. And she's standing there, and she just looks at me and immediately opens this other gate. She's like, nope, go ahead and through here. And I'm like, oh, okay. And in my mind, for a second, I was like, oh, wow, Lily knows everybody. We're just getting ushered right in. <laughs> and, and I start walking through. She's like, no, you can't come in here. I'm like, wait. What do you mean? Like, nope, you can't come in here. You're too intoxicated. You need to leave. And I'm like, well, but I, I, I don't know. I don't understand. I didn't do anything. Like, I start. I'm trying to like go through my process in my, process it in my head. I'm like, but I'm not doing anything. I wasn't like being out of control. No, you just walked up. You just walked up. I walked and up. She did not like. She the look immediately of your opened face. the gate and ushered me right back out. You weren't stumbling. <laughs> you weren't doing anything. You just walked up, and she immediately. And this woman had like about. Oh, I'm just gonna generously. She had about eight teeth. I would wow. say. Yeah. And she was like very haggard looking Wait a and minute. she was just very angry looking. She's methy? She was methy. Yeah, she looked Greg, methy. What if she knows? I'm knows about my meth head neighbors. That's what I mean. What war. if she's in contact? Like maybe they have what if meth people have telepathic knowledge? What so if she they've knew seen your picture? You're yeah. the troublemaker in Portland the, who's giving her, her best friends a hard time. Yeah, who's causing prices to go up in St. Paul. Oh <laughs> you were Because I'm trying welcome. to take down the meth heads, so mm-hmm. so maybe it's something like that. And that's possible. That's possible. Keelan in the live chat is saying it's my punchy face. Oh, uh, that d- could be too. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but she did not want me in there, and that was it. So no, like, and that was oh, it. And I was okay. like, "All right, we're going." It's like we're not going in there. If, yeah. you know, if Greg's not able to get in, and we're just not. E- nobody's even said a word. And if this is already what's happening, it's like we're just not gonna. Yeah, it's just yeah not I gonna saw happen. the pictures of that place. I'm Scott tries every year with me. It's not happening. Yeah, it's fun until it's not. I mean, it's yeah, always it's fun. <laughs> it's always fun at. Lily's family's house. Like that I'm sure part, that's great. Yeah, that part watching the fireworks is great. The only time that there's ever been trouble is at the bars and then angry carnies who also yeah. hate us because we're from out of town. Right. Even though See, but I'm, I grew up in the country too, I should be accepted in there. But no, I look too city. I'm not. I'm not rodeo yeah. enough. No, and then when we were leaving, there was that angry mean carny. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, there was it. So was we were an leaving, car- yeah, and they were getting ready to close down all the rides at that point because the rides were still going, and the ticket booth was closed. But this guy was like letting a bunch of people on onto the orbiter, the orbiter ride. Yeah, and so he was letting people on, and so we're like, oh, so all of us are walking back, which I'm really glad this didn't pan out because that probably would have ended poorly. But we're like, hey, why don't we go and see if you know he's letting these people on? 
girls in you know Daisy Dukes and tube tops. Sure, yeah. right. Yeah. Like I'm sure that he'll let us on. They got on for a nipple. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we're walking up and we're like, "Hey, guy!" We're like, "Hey, um, you know, you saw that you're just letting people on for free." I'm like, "Can we go for one ride?" Well, and we offered to pay. Yeah, offered to pay him. And he was like, uh, he's like, all right, yeah, you guys can go for a hundred bucks. We're like a hundred bucks. He's like, yeah, a hundred bucks a person. I'll let you guys on for a hundred bucks a person. And he was just being a dick. And we're yeah. like, okay, never mind, Carney. I guess not. Well, he let the uh, to him the hot chicks on. I mean, and that was that was it. Like, yeah. he, then there's a big the group two. of us with a bunch of dudes. Yeah. And nope, that probably would let happen. Sarah on. Yeah, if if there weren't a bunch of dudes with yeah. us. Yeah, because yeah, we were just like a bigger... What about yeah. me? Just miss me, Mr. Carnival. <laughs> uh, so Shockwave says, so they have a carnival and rodeo to drop people to town and they treat people like shit. Eh. Not all of them, but some of the ones we encounter. Mm-hmm. Some, yeah. Not the ones that are uh, immediately associated with Lily's family or friends. Any See, of those no. thing, I would probably just never leave Lily's family's house. That's what I... I think that's the key. Yeah. I think that might be the key. Yeah, I mean, uh, and that's the thing. I don't really like going to that part of it. I like hanging out at their place. And then, you know, there's horses and everybody kind of comes. It's like a like a small town thing. She's right on the main drag. And so people just and come through all day everybody. in and out. And yeah, that, just, that stuff's fun. It's so many people all bringing their different, like, side dishes and different kind of, like, meats. and. Well, and as they uh-huh. note, you know, the Carnies, they're from out of town, obviously. They're not from St. Paul. And then also they, they, they claim that a lot of security is not from town. They bring them in from other places. So yeah. yeah. It's not so local So it isn't people. the local people. Yeah. I wonder if it's yeah. the East Portland Carnies. Uh, I don't know because there's that whole the... Carney camp out in East Portland. There's a Carney camp. Yeah, if you drive, uh, if you drive you mean down off of Powell, where they have all off that of Powell. Stuff? Yeah. yeah, is that where they keep all of, like fun? Yeah, like, where it used to be the old drive-in. Uh, yeah, at that place. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple of yeah, but there's a couple of barracks there that during the seasons a lot of them will just stay there. So it's Carney camp. I had that no idea be. there was a Carney camp. Yeah. Why? Every, what, do you want to go every there? Time I, I kind of want to see it. Oh, every time I drive by, there. I'm like, there's such a story there I need to write. Some, oh. You don't want to go to a Carney you camp. You need to write a story called Carney Camp, by the way. Oh, okay, I can do that. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> That's true, because Carneys are never as glamorous and yeah. <laughs> as glamorous. Uh, yeah, I don't know what in your mind would happen at a Carney Camp. Because it's right at the base of Powell, Powell Butte there. Yeah. And inside Powell Butte is the underground city that the, that the Portland built once. Oh, the yeah, the, uh, yeah. The yeah, emergency yeah. evacuation area where the government could keep operating if something happened to the city. And they had to close it for asbestos poisoning, but it's still all there. Yeah, but they're not. They don't live in there. No, you can't because it's uh, yeah. It's all sealed it, off. It's all sealed off now. Yeah. Well, there's ways to get in. Allegedly, there's a secret city in Powell. Not Bay. a. It's a, basically bunkers. bunkers yeah, because during the big Cold War scare, they had they want to make sure certain cities could maintain if something bad happened. They can move the government and keep functioning going. So under Powell Butte, there's an entire bunker under there. No shit. For the longest time, when they shut it all down, and for the longest time, it used to be the 911 call center. That's what they kept using it for. Diana used to work there. How have I lived here oh, for so yeah. long and never Is known it about Powell this? Butte or oh, Kelly Butte? Kelly Butte. Kelly I'm sorry, Butte. Kelly Butte. Yeah, yeah. Powell Butte's the different one. I'm sorry, Kelly Butte. Yeah. Where's Kelly Butte? Uh, it's uh, it's right over there too. Yeah. Oh wow. It's pretty cool. So you're not saying that there are secret entrances? I'm not saying there are still ways to get in if you know who to talk to. Well, I don't know if it's infested with carnies, though, as... as No, but now I kind of need it to be in my story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that's where they live now. Yeah, I can go with that. All the carnies live in there. Well, so... uh, (laughs) So anyway, besides all that stuff, it was a a good time. It was. It was fun. No, it was fun. I had a great time other than that. I love going there, too, because when we went to visit uh, Scott and David and all those guys are part of the barbecue competition we were talking about. And you go there and, like, you can get a couple beers. And I love going to St. Paul for this because you ask them, you're like, oh, can I get a beer? And they're just like, all right, what do you want? And we're like, we have Coors Light and we have Coors Light. I, you keep giving them a southern accent. It's They don't really have that a southern girl, accent. That girl, the woman who gave me the Coors Light had, a, had an accent. 
Some people, there are all different kinds of people there, some of which might have accents, including yeah. this woman. She's like, Coors Light or Coors Light? I'm like, all right, Coors Light. That's what you got to ask have. for what vintage. Mm-hmm. What's the vintage on the Coors <laughs> Which Light? Which one's precious? <laughs> but it was, it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. Um... Yeah, and I'll, I'll probably I'll go back again next year. I don't know if I'm going to do the bars though anymore. Yeah, I might be done with that part of it. I might be done with the uh, with the tack room. Me too. It's more fun to just kind of wander around. Yeah, but I love I love going to like small town um, small town uh, like fairs and stuff. like Events. That. Yeah, events. events, if you will. Mm-hmm. 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 It's different. Now, now I'm t- I'm trying hard don't not ever, to do that same. Don't ever again. go to Lassen County Fair. Yeah. Shocker, it's horrible. Okay, I would imagine. Yeah. Which one is it? The Lassen County Fair. Okay. It's awful. (laughs) Done and done. But the community college there is one of the last colleges in the country where you can get an AA degree in rodeo. Really? You get an Mm -hmm. AA in rodeo, and it still has the best gunsmithing class in the country. Wow. Cops will send a few people from larger division, like departments, will send people to Susanville to get gunsmithing certificates. Wow. But yeah, you can get an AA in rodeo. (laughs) <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, should we do a little bit of World of Crazy? Yeah. I do have some local news to start it off with, Woo! you guys. <laughs> is it about the weather? It is totally about the weather. <laughs> Breaking news. It's hot. <laughs> oh, hello, my friends. <laughs> my name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. You guys, I do have an update of a story that we did. Actually, a story that featured quotes from none other than one Portland TV's Gregory J. Nibbler. Oh, my goodness. What? Oh, my goodness. And it has Oregon to do... Oregon Lottery's Gregory J. Nibbler? Oregon Lottery's Gregory J. Nibbler. And this has to do with the fine establishment... Jiggles. Oh. Yes, as of today, <laughs> there will never again be any more wiggles at Jiggles because Jiggles... Has been torn down. Jiggles. How will they dance for you? I know. Okay, dance. You need to explain (laughs) while. Well, Jiggles Strip Club, of course. Uh, Jiggles was Greg's favorite strip club (laughs) growing up. Him and his friends used to go all the time to it. It was a juice bar, 18 and over. I went once. Strip club off of the highway in Tualatin. Greg, it's okay. Juice is good for the body. Helps you grow strong. Once when I was 18, and then uh, which was a long time ago, and uh, and then now it's. It's being shut down because it was the only place you could go to. Because in in Corvallis, like at Oregon State, there were no strip clubs. You could go to Eugene, but there wasn't. I don't think there were any juice Here's bars. The explanation. Uh-huh. So we would have to drive up to Salem to Tualatin, actually, and then you would get to go in there. And then it was a juice bar, so that way you could go to a strip club. It's my first mm-hmm. my first strip club experience, and I didn't understand it. I thought the stripper loved me. I thought we were we were meant to be together. That's a story that happens a lot in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that does seem to be the reoccurring yeah. story. Yeah. I, but I thought that they were, you know, that the stripper loved me. <laughs> T- took me a while to learn that. Uh, <laughs> she said it was funny. <laughs> well, Jiggles Strip Club and its favorite uh, famous tagline, of course, the best wiggles are at Jiggles, stood as a landmark in Tualatin for over thirty years. And of course, it was an eighteen and over strip club, which re- uh, required it to serve juice, coffee, and energy drinks instead of alcohol. But this morning, just off Interstate Five in Tualatin, it is now. A crumpled heap of debris. Oh, As Tualatin Mayor Lou Ogden led its demolition. Damn you, Lou Ogden, with your lack of soul. <laughs> and I was, the reference to me was I was quoted in an article awesome. about Jiggles in Willamette Week where they, uh, yeah, they, they, I, was interviewed, ask you about your I was interviewed for it for a story about it. Yes, so Jiggles has been torn down and it has been cleared out to make way for the Nyberg Rivers Shopping Complex. Ah. Oh. 
which will open this fall. It will feature stories like uh, stores, excuse me, like New Seasons Market and Home Goods. <laughs> what a travesty! I think a fantasy or a taboo needs to slip in there. Just they do something. <laughs> Well, looking at that area now, it is very. It used to be kind of a seedy area. Now it's yeah. all built up like that's all like suburbs. That's Bridgeport and stuff. Also, that area kind of uh, yeah. not too far from it. I think that's yeah. one exit down from it. But that's yeah. what happens with everything. You get the holdouts who can last for about yeah thirty something years until they finally get pushed out. Yeah. Hey, what do you know? A spokesman for the shopping complex said he would have loved to see Jiggles go long ago, but they did not cooperate. But they were finally able to get their way. So yay, big business. <laughs> Next up, couple stories out of Albuquerque. Mm. I don't know why I'm doing the accent now. Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Of course, you know, this past weekend was the 4th of July. Lots of people love fireworks on the 4th of July. This does not exclude Buddhist monks. (laughs) Yes, in Albuquerque, among the dozens of citations for illegal fireworks that were handed out on the 4th of July, one was given to a group of Buddhist monks. I cannot picture there being a group of Buddhist monks in Albuquerque. I can't imagine the dick giving monks... Tickets. (laughs) (laughs) Tickets. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Albuquerque Fire Department inspector said that the citation was written after authorities stumbled upon an audience watching a fireworks show outside of the Buddhist temple. That's there. So the monks were setting off a treasure trove of illegal fireworks, including Roman candles and mortars. Now, Albuquerque was under fireworks restrictions due to high fire danger. Uh, so the, get this. This was the monks' excuse. The monks, uh, so a, a spokesperson for the monks told authorities that since monks don't watch TV, listen to the radio, or read newspapers, they had no idea that the fireworks were illegal. Wow. So that's why they well, let them off. Okay. Well, yep. So how did they, they get them, though? I don't know. They said they well, didn't they, know there was a fireworks ban. I mean, I guess there's a lot of reservations yeah, around there. Yeah, that's how you get yeah. them, man. Yeah, they can pick them up there. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Again, same thing as Susanville. <laughs> you can pretty much only have sparklers by the time I moved, but there was a reservation. Yeah. And Bought snakes. whatever you want. And snakes. I yeah, love sparklers snakes. And snakes. Oh, yeah. The no, we buy snakes. We'd buy rockets and mortars and have uh, we'd have battles in the desert. Ooh, yeah, with rubbing candles and stuff? Yeah, or? but we would build suits of armor out of trash cans. Wow. We would have full-on <laughs> redneck, like, hick Screw mech battles. That. Strap can- we strap Roman candles to our arms. Oh, yeah, and shoot them oh, off. Badass. And you guys are the reason why I dislike fireworks. We Jesus. also used to recreate naval battles at Eagle Lake. We'd have mortars on our fishing boats. <laughs> fire at each other at the oh, lake. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you'd have liked that. That'd be fun. I'd still do it. Yeah. No, the citations for the Buddhist monks can carry a fine of up to $500 or 90 j- days in jail. Next up. No enlightenment for them. <laughs> got a double whammy out of Albuquerque. Albuquerque story number two. Wow. A New Mexico woman was arrested this past weekend by officers of the Albuquerque Police Department in what could be the most extreme case of stalking that has ever been recorded. And it says in the history of the country, so I don't know. This is apparently the most extreme case. So this 28-year-old woman was arrested this past weekend after sending her ex-boyfriend, who had broken up with her, seven, uh, excuse me, 77,639 phone calls, oh. sent him 2,000 emails, 41,000 text messages, and 217 voicemail messages, and 647 letters. Holy shit. Wow. Within a, a week. Within, within one week. Within one week? Within one you week. You would have to be... Basically, constantly calling. How many is okay? Let me let me do a little math on this thing here. Wait, six hundred letters. All right, so she wrote. Uh, so let's see. So it's how many phone calls? Let's see. So she she called him seventy seven thousand six hundred and thirty nine times. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna do a little math. She here. emailed him one thousand nine hundred and thirty seven times. All right. All right. Text messaged him forty one thousand two hundred and twenty nine times. Uh, it says su- 217 sung messages. I think maybe that means just like... So just on email, she would have had to send 11 and a half 
emails every hour, nonstop, 24 hours a day, seven Jesus. days a week. Yeah, and she'd have to be calling him like every 15 and seconds. And also hand wrote him 647 letters. Now, Linda wow. Murphy, 28 years old from New Mexico, who uh, shockingly has a history of obsessive compulsive disorder, yes. took her breakup with William Ryan's badly, with whom she had a relationship with for three weeks. <laughs> oh, man. Boy, she is accused of using up to three phones at once to call him, 24 yeah. hours a day. Okay, I'm like, because there's, like, physically, I don't know how she could call that many times. Just, all right, with three that phones. That also means she spent $320 in stamps. That's what I was thinking. I was wondering how much the <laughs> yeah. stamps would be. So she's accused of using up to three phones at once to call him, 24 hours a day on his cell phone, home number, and his work number. Why wouldn't... She's all, it's also speculated that she ingested large quantities of energy drinks and uh, amphetamines <laughs> to remain awake and would have gone sleepless for a week, calling her ex nonstop. Uh, the plaintiff's lawyer said, of course, <laughs> that he is profoundly relieved to see uh, Linda Murphy behind bars. He hasn't been able to <laughs> sleep, work, or enjoy life in any way for more than a week. He was having a hard time thinking clearly, of course, <laughs> and that was about the time her- the harassment sne- uh, ceased since she was arrested. Now uh, all he wants is for her to get the medical help she needs and for the law to keep her away from him. <laughs> yes, the accused is wow. expected to appear in the state court. Uh, see, today in Albuquerque, most, most experts presume that the judge will order a psychological evaluation of the woman to determine if she is capable of standing trial. Even her even her uh, mugshot, if you look that up, she's like bawling in the mugshot. It's like smeared makeup. She oh. looks like she's been up for a week. I mean, it's really crazy, and like that sounds dangerous. But I do just a little bit of the, the empathetic part of me feels kind of bad for her. Is she cute? Uh, she's not bad, Greg. I mean, no, she's not like a. She's not hideous. She's no. not hideous. But she's not a pretty crier. But no, she's not. And if she's been up for a week, yeah. Someone wait until they release the uh, you know the transcribing of like the text messages oh, or someone's gonna have to because somebody's they, gonna they, have they go, to. Well, because well, well, it has to be admissible in court. It's like they have to record. have everything. He needs to. That would be a lifetime movie. I think. What would you call it? Give it the title. Oh God. Um, oh gosh. Uh, uh, hmm. Oh, I, I don't know. You're gonna have to give me a second. You're gonna have to give right. me a second. All right. Think on it. All right. I'm gonna think on it. I'll give you one by the end. Okay. Okay. Of the show, not of this. So I need a couple minutes to think. All right. Next up, from Albuquerque to India, the body. Wow. That's that's quite that's quite the flight right We're there. Making a, making your travel. It's a world of crazy. It is a world of crazy. It isn't a country of crazy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well done. The body of one of India's wealthiest gurus has been kept inside of a freezer for six months because his followers are arguing whether or not he is dead or just asleep. I remember hearing story. about this. Yes. Yeah. So this is still happening. I know you. So that happened in yeah. January. And so now it's six months later. They're still arguing about this. Mm-hmm. So doctors say that Sri Ashutosh Mahara, who was in his 70s and had a hundred million pound fortune, suffered a fatal heart attack after complaining of his chest pains this past January. But disciples at an ashram in the Punjab city of Jalandhar. Ooh, I think I got that right. Uh, you can't say the capital of Colombia. I know. <laughs> <laughs> are refusing, are still refusing to release his body for cremation six months uh, six months later. So they say, although he may be clinically dead, this is what they're saying now, six months later, uh, he is alive spiritually and has just gone into a deep meditative uh, state on a pathway to self-realization. One said it's nothing unusual. Medical science just does not understand things like yogic science. He is not dead. His holiness will return to life as soon as he feels it is right. We will preserve his body until then. Another added, he has assured us that he will come back. So the guru is head of the Divine Light Awakening Mission, which has more than 30 million followers devoted to achieving world peace. 
Uh, so the group owns property throughout India, the U.S., South America, Australia, the Middle East, and Europe, including Britain. So Disciples put his body in the freezer this past January when it started to, do, to turn gray, five days after doctors <laughs> had pronounced him dead. They said this won't harm him because he's used to the cold. This is their justification. Sure. He's used to the cold after spending many years meditating in sub-zero uh, temperatures in the Himalayas. He has. He was worth 100 million pounds? 100 million pounds. Dude, some of these gurus, Holy like, shit. the scams they create. Yeah. Or, like, just, like, the mega churches. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, the, what was it in Southern Oregon? The, um... It happened oh, here. Oh, you mean in, in uh, Eastern Oregon, Eastern the Rajneeshis? The Rajneeshis, yeah. yeah. That guy, his his whole compound was crazy. Yeah. He had a whole tent full of like Yeah, I heard wives. about this guy because I listened to this paranormal podcast and they were talking about it. Yeah, I, I saw it on something. I didn't yeah. hear it, but... Of course, you guys both with your paranormal... It was from your paranormal podcast, Greg. You know this. Paranormal podcast. No, no, no but been, I haven't listened to that one yet. It would have been from Mysterious <laughs> Universe, actually. Okay, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, okay. You'd like that show. Well, yeah, I've listened to... I haven't heard this particular yeah. episode. Don't judge us, Sarah. Well, they're also saying <laughs> they're also saying he has such a divine personality that he's making a revolutionary mark in human history by awakening the dormant energy lying within the human being. Good for him. Yes, <laughs> he is acting as a torchbearer, waking up humanity from the deep slumber of ignorance toward the resplendent light of wisdom. Who gets the hundred pounds yeah. or a hundred million pounds? Hundred million there it is. pounds. Yeah. yeah, somebody's after that. All right, so now relatives of the guru are trying to get them to release his body. They still haven't been able to do it. So now the courts are investigating uh, and trying to get an order to release his body for cremation instead of keeping it in the weird guru freezer that's still in there. All right. <laughs> Come to the guru freezer. Yes. Are Next they up- charging to see him yet? I don't know. Because you know they will. Yeah. That's oh, probably. It. Another revenue source right there. Right. Just let the nose stick out. Boink. <laughs> Touch it for enlightenment. What? Let's see. All right, and I do have one more story. Finally, let's go to this. Out of Los Angeles, California. A California one, <laughs> a California woman, said her search for discount plastic surgery ended <laughs> in a nightmare <laughs> that cost her both of her hands and both of her feet. Oh, jeez. Wow. This woman by the name of April Brown. Now, this happened a few months ago. However, she's just coming out to talk about this now. Well, it takes her longer to type now. (laughs) What was she trying to get (laughs) injected? Let me tell you. (laughs) God damn, man. Now, this woman's name is April Brown. Now, April Brown says an acquaintance she knew was offering silicone... When... I don't know. These women will never learn. I don't know. Discount tooth whitener. When will they learn? I'm not getting shit injected into my butt. No. You've been dropping gold excerpts all day. (laughs) (laughs) April Brown says an acquaintance of hers was offering silicone butt injections, which she was, of course, not in a hotel, at her house. She was offering them at a cheaper price than would be available at a doctor's office. However, April Brown's real cost would come later. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. Yay, CNN. Uh, April goes on to say, After she got the injections, I was in pain. My butt was hard, and I was itching. Now, it turned out to be a life-threatening staph infection. When she finally went to the doctor to remove the silicone, it turns out it wasn't silicone at all. They found out that it was bathroom caulking. Oh! Oh, Wow. Bathroom caulking. At least her ass was watertight. Yeah. Yeah. Now so she kind of like hardens up too, so yeah, it's probably all like it super hard, like cracking, cracking. That's ass. what she said. She was hard and itchy. Uh, the worst combination. Injecting bathroom. <laughs> like this. 
Oh, I was that's about amazing. to say, is she smart enough to look at it before? But no, she's going for discount plastic surgery at a person's house. Hey. In someone's house. I wonder how many people are walking around now with that in their ass, too. Well, probably no one. It hardens. Yeah, I'm thinking it doesn't really... Well, I mean, surely this wasn't the I'm first time. I'm guessing it never ends well for anybody. No. But there's no way this could be the first time he did this. No, because she said that it was an acquaintance that she knew did this. So April Brown, because she wanted a discount silicone butt injection, needed 27 surgeries to get all of it out of her butt and also lost her hands and feet in the process. Of course, a lot of people seek, uh, women seek discount beauty, not including teeth whitening. I've heard of such things. Greg, have you heard of women doing such things to their body on the cheap? Oh, you mean getting discount, like, technically medical services that they find online for maybe Groupon where it's, like, extremely discounted? Yep. And then maybe they go to, Maybe in a storefront that looks like it's been closed for months? Yeah, to, like, some backroom place where there's just some dude that uh, starts putting things into your mouth. Now, April Brown isn't the first woman to try and seek cheap beauty remedies. No, Uh, she's not, Sarah. A woman made the news a while ago when she bought injectable filler over the internet to smooth out the wrinkles in her face. She brought it from her website and injected it into her face. Within 10 days, swollen red nodules appeared on her face. Uh, After it was removed, it was found that she had injected her face with fiberglass. (gasps) Wow. Wow. Now, let's get back to April Brown missing her hands and feet. Now, April Brown has learned to walk and write again using prosthetics. She said her goal is to educate others so they don't make the same mistake she did by going to a stranger's house and getting discount butt injections. You are not going to educate anybody that's actually going to go do that. They're not going to care. You're be like, no, my guy's good. All right, let's wait for the win for April Brown's quote of the day. April Brown goes on to warn people. All I would ask them to do is when they have the first thought, make sure they have a second thought about it and do a little research. They won't be blindsided and they won't be saying, oh my God, I had no idea that a simple procedure like that can leave me with no hands, no feet, and no butt cheeks. Well, cock in the ass. <laughs> Never get this kind of cock in the ass. Never. Always pay full price. Pay the premium. Pay the premium. It is worth it. There's some things you shouldn't. I saw a sign the other day that said, <laughs> I'm going from cock in the ass to this, but I saw a sign that said affordable sushi. And I'm no, like, I would never. That. I'm like, in what way is that enticing like, to anybody? It's like, no. it's like Dollar Tree steaks. Yeah. Yeah, or discounted tattoos. Yeah. Like, no. Well, it's no. Thing, like, my sushi. Buddy's, my like, buddy's uh, training to be a tattoo artist, so come over no. here. I no. mean, it's one thing if it's a parlor's anniversary and they offer a thing. Sure. That's Maybe, different. That might be something. But like if skeleton it's like, key tattoos on Friday the 13th, once a year. They do $13 tattoos, but there's like there's only three you can pick from, and they're small, and that's okay. the thing. So, All right. That would kind of work, but somebody who's just like constantly like, oh, no, 50% off right now. You know, get, get in. Get your tattoo done right now. <laughs> all day long. Like, that, I'm just not going to trust that. Our nipples for the win says, or, you know, someone who buys expired discounted Safeway food. Or somebody like that. I don't know anybody Touché. that would do something like that. I don't know. Affordable sushi, Some for some reason, grossed yeah. me out. Discounted Indian food. Oh, it's so good. And so cheap. From where? Fred Meyer. Is it like in the cans? No, no, no. They'll, they'll make it, and then when they make an excess of it, they you know sell some of it for like half price. Oh, that's fine. That's just at the end of the day. They got to yeah. throw it away anyway. No, it's good. I have no problem with that. It's totally delicious. In fact, when I do the Chinese food and I do the, my, my shitty Chinese food, mm-hmm. I actually prefer that because I know it's, it's just been it's been absorbing into that heat lamp all day. It's perfect. Exactly. It's, same it's with well the, cooked. Same with the chicken. I uh, love closing time fried chicken. And do you phrase eat, I never thought I'd say. Do you mm-hmm. eat said chicken like right after you buy it? 
Yeah. Or do you let it sit in your refrigerator for a week and then no, you I eat take it right after you buy it? I take it home mm-hmm. with a jar of jalapenos and I shame eat. Okay. Because oh, I, I don't know anybody that would it's being wait asked, a week. Do people shut up? Oh. Do people ever get legitimate butt injections? And the answer to that is yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I guess. People get butt implants and butt injections. People want yeah, big butts. That uh, Iggy Azalea or whatever. She has butt injections, right? Yeah. She's, she's the newest thing, Aaron. The newest oh. pop star. Okay. She's, uh, she's, she's got a awful. big old butt. Awful. And she's, yeah, she's awful. There you go, my friends. It's your world of crazy. <laughs> Don't get discount butt injections. I regret everything. I regret everything. All right. At least this person sits on that discount Indian food for a week. I would never sit Maybe on the... Maybe somebody uh, did that. No, it was the salad that I accidentally went Oh, somebody long. got discounted salad and then sat on that for a week. I didn't get discounted. Oh, yeah, it was discounted. After the bugs will start growing. Oh, shut up. That's just protein. Bugs are good for you, Sarah. Don't feel bad. All right. Pound for pound, they have more protein than beef. Oh. Uh, yeah. See? There you go. Picture of health. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, before uh, before we do ball talk, we were talking about sleeping outside. It is camping weather, Sarah. It sure is. I, I went camping this weekend. <laughs> you slept in a tent in the backyard. <laughs> um, it's camping for me. Well, I'm going to be up in uh, up in Alaska in about a month. <gasps> oh yeah, doing, doing getting eaten camping. by bears. Yeah. Hopefully not eaten by bears. Mm. Ooh, that's mosquito time, huh? Oh, it's bad Man. mosquito time. I yeah. will get eaten alive. You will. Yeah, it'll be bad. I'll come back with giant welts all over myself, but you know, it'll be worth it. And the sun's not going to go down. Nope, sun not doesn't much. go down. Yeah, you'll get oh, you'll get maybe a couple hours of dark. May, maybe or by like August dusk. it'll be like three. Oh yeah, it'll be but August, then so. yeah, dusk. So it's it's not going to be much. Okay, but uh, I am considering going and uh, stocking up on some things at Next Adventure. Ooh, Our like what kinds sponsor, of things? Nextadventure.net, of course, Next Adventure right here in Portland, uh, right on the corner of Grand and and Stark. 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 Yep. Grand and Stark. And they've got well, they've got discounts you can't going miss right it. now. It's shiny on, gold on the outside. It is. Yeah, it's the storefront's actually really nice mm. right now. They've got stuff up to sleeping bags up to 60% off right now for like their discount. Dang, I need so, a new sleeping bag. Seriously, it's really good ones too. Yeah, yeah I'm taking a look at it. It's I've always said this. It is where, and this was before they were a sponsor of ours. Um, it's where I go to do all my all my shopping because it's it's, it's better true. quality. I mean, good quality, and they're nicer. They're local, and generally they're also cheaper. Yeah, it's where we get all our camping. In fact, I think this week I need to pick up one of those standing shower bags. Mm. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. I'm coming up pretty soon where I'm going to want to hook up the shower bag and. Ooh. Those are yeah. in the upstairs. Yeah, the upstairs section. Of I get my caving gear there too because I like to go into caves. Oh, spelunking. Uh, technically, I am a caver because I am not doing it for scientific research, that, which that is spelunking. Okay. You're a oh. caver. <laughs> caver. I don't care, but I had a spelunker once say that I, I said I was spelunking, and he says, are you doing research? I'm like, no, I just like going through caves, and you're a caver. Oh, so wow. Apparently, it's a big fucking deal. It's like, deal. all right. Is that, okay. like, is that like people who watch soccer? And like, no, it's not soccer. It's football. football. It's oh, football. don't even start with the football thing again, Greg. I want to go off on that. No, one. you've done but it But I enough. like Next Adventure. That place is cool. Yes. Next Adventure is awesome. Yeah. Uh, so they are located right there on the corner of Grand and Stark. Nextadventure.net. Seriously, huge sales. Now is the time to pick up on all this stuff. <sighs> Do it. I should get a cot. Yeah, they've got they've got pretty much everything Cots you would ever good. need. Cots are good. They're, I love camping outside, but there's something about getting yourself like a few inches off the ground. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, I do not like laying yeah. on the ground. Well, see, I don't mind laying on the ground, but cots are nice too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do You're anything. Judging me for no cots are okay. No or... cots are good. Cots. Are good. Oh, Greg is so judgy when it comes to camping stuff. I, I just ignore him. Just ignore him. I'm not judgy. I just I I know what I'm talking about. My last, Generally, my last cot had a uh, had a knife scabbard in it, so I could sleep with my knife. Oh, that's pretty awesome! You know what you're cool. talking about? Wasn't yours the only tent that got completely destroyed? Weren't you like <laughs> the ill-prepared? Oh yeah, person? no, and I knew that was a bad tent that I brought. Yeah, I was just not expecting a storm, 
I'm, I well, said I know camper, what I'm talking about. A good camper probably would have expect, expected a storm. Well, and then I went out and I got a better tent. That's, I learned my <laughs> lesson. That was a mistake. I learned I learned by experience. But uh, go do Next Adventure, nextadventure.net. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. <laughs> Everybody's getting down on me in the chat about judging them. Um, all right, first up in balls. It's a potpourri of balls. Potpourri of balls we got right here. Uh, we have this coming from the NBA. Kevin Garnett is now in the middle of a lawsuit, and uh, he has filed a lawsuit claiming that untrimmed trees on his property are obstructing the view of his Malibu home. So, wow. Or no, he is being sued. He is being sued. The neighbor is suing him. So I guess he's got a whole bunch of trees on there, and he hasn't been trimming them, and now they are suing him for uh, to, to cut down the trees. He lives in a $9.5 million mansion. And the neighbor only lives in a $3.5 million oh, mansion. Gross. So the poor, God. gross neighbors. Ew. Disgusting. trash. Yeah, these trash neighbors are suing him that this. And shockingly, Kevin Garnett, I guess when confronted about it, said that he scoffed at them and then stonewalled them and wouldn't call them back. So now the neighbor is suing him. Uh-oh. Millionaire versus millionaire. Yeah, I know. Rich people problems. Rich people problems. Uh, moving on to ball talk. We got... It's, it's a potpourri of balls. Uh, we'll do this. Sarah... I have some unfortunate news for you. What? Well, I'll start. I've got good news and bad news. Do, which do you want first? I want the bad news first. You want the bad news? Well, I get the Sarah, bad news first. your hero, mm-hmm. Joey Chestnut, of course, the hot dog eating champion. Oh, I have a hot diggity dogger that he sold uh, that he signed for me one time. Which you've never talked about on the mm-hmm. show ever. Is now off the market. Yes, indeed. He proposed before the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Championships on uh, July 4th. Proposed to his girlfriend, Nestle Ricasa. Her name's Nestle? Yeah, it is. That sounds like some weird dish you'd get at Nestle uh, Ricasa. You'd get that at a food cart somewhere in Portland. Nestle Ricasa. Nestle Ricasa. Of course, he is engaged to a girl that sounds like food. Nestle Ricasa, also an amateur hot dog eater and, and who. Uh, sits in the front row and coaches him during his matches. Gross. He has now proposed to her, and she mm. did accept. She accepted. That's right. As much stage. as I love Joey Chestnut, he is not attractive. And watching him eat hot dogs is pretty much the what grossest is, what thing ever. What does Nestle look like? I'm trying to find what Nestle looks like. Uh, she is. Uh, oh, oh she's ever. cute. Yeah, she's cute. What if they? What if they have like a food fetish, like at night? Oh, oh you know they you do. Know they do. Eat me like one of your hot dogs. Or, like, he sits there to, like, turn her on. He's got to, like, shove down, like, 15 hot dogs. Shove him yeah. down his gullet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Dunk me in water first so I go down easier. Do it again. Ew. Let me be your hot diggity dogger. Oh. How do you make a hot dog sandwich? All right, so. Stop it. <laughs> so, so he did propose to her. But he did then go on to win the championship. So it spurned him along. He ate 61 hot dogs in 10 minutes to retain his title. He did. What What has uh, happened to Kobayashi? It seems like he's just kind of fallen after he had no, that he, panic attack. There was Kobayashi wouldn't sign on to the uh, to the competitive competitive eaters. He wouldn't sign on with, uh, with Nathan's anymore because they took him away. No, last they're year. part of the what is it? Major League Eating or something like that. Sure. There's a dispute that he wouldn't sign on to it, so he's not allowed to be at that competition anymore. I think compete. someone's a sore loser and realized that he couldn't win, and so he's trying to throw a tantrum he, about it. He participates in other contests, but he, he won't participate in any that are sponsored by, like, Major League Eating or whatever it is. So it's something along those lines. I honestly didn't spend too much time researching it, but I know it's I know it's some contract dispute thing. Okay, well, that was the that was the bad news. That, Tell me the good news. Well, that was the, the good news was that he won. That was the good he news. He did win. He'd win. He, 61, yeah, he won. that's a new record for him, too. 
Uh, I believe last year he had like 57. Okay, I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure. 61 hot dogs in 10 minutes, though. That's gross. Moving on to ball talk. <laughs> Greg says that's <laughs> gross. Um... I'll just say this, just because this, you'll see this in big news. This is one of those educational things of Baltac. Oscar Pretorius. We probably all know his name Blade right Runner. now. Blade Runner. He is the uh, guy who participated in the Olympics uh, in London. He's He doesn't have any feet, so he has uh, he has these modified blades. What was it blades. the and I like feetless people story today? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, he's from South Africa. He is accused of murdering his, uh, his wife. This trial's been going on for a while. It's still going on. But now a video has surfaced on Australian television. Somebody stole this video and leaked it to Australian television. And it's a video of him reenacting the night that he shot his wife. What? Full-on reenactment. God, the video's creepy. leaked online. And his sister, uh, Oscar Pistorius, Pistorius, however you say his name, uh, sister, is playing the role of Reva Steenkamp. And it's the full video of him running through the house, yelling like he did. And then he pretends to shoot through the door. Opens the door and then his sister is standing there in the position where his ex, his his wife was. What was he saying? Is he thought someone else was there? It he was thought a, somebody had broken in, yeah, to the house. So he immediately grabbed his gun and just started shooting through a closed door. Even though she was staying the night there, and she'd got up to yeah, go to the bathroom, yeah, I, mean, I think it's it's all yeah. kinds of weird. But this video is out and it's really creepy. I accidentally watched part of it because it was shown on television, and I was like, I don't want to see this. And they showed it. It's it's just disturbing. It's Why would they disturbing. make that video? I guess the defense team made it in order to... To demonstrate? To, well, no, to, to try to get a better idea of what happened that night. So they had him reenact the shooting. So, And I guess it was going to be just for them to try to fully understand what happened. It's just... Wow. That's it, creepy. It, it's creepy. It's creepy. But like that whole O.J. Simpson, if I did it thing? Yeah, I don't know. I There's, saw that book. Mm. There's just Greg, oh, Greg, don't you have a copy of that? Uh, no, I have a copy of his first book that O.J. Simpson. The put one that out. was banned, right? The one that was banned. Um, I think maybe it got, got ended up getting released later. But the, he first, when he first wrote the book, he was in jail. And I have to remember the name of it, but um, it was sanctioned. The judge put a sanction on it, so it couldn't be released. And I had a, I'll just say I knew somebody who knew somebody who worked at the at a place where this was stored, sealed in a vault, so that nobody mm-hmm. could, so it couldn't be released to the public. They were all personally signed and notarized by him, like it's, it's a like the actual signature. You have his signature, right? I have his signature and like an official notarized. Thing <laughs> now let me ask him. you this, Greg. And perhaps one of those got leaked to me, and I have that copy. Greg, let me ask you this. All right, so say for example, if you ever fall on dire straits, mm-hmm. would you ever sell that book? I wonder what it's worth. I know, but I mean, at the same time, you know that it's written by a you know a murderer that got away with it. Yeah. Like, would you feel like that's blood money if you were selling it? Like, if um, you sold it to someone who's trying to memorialize, you know, like they're like, oh, this is a, you know, a guy who committed murder and who got away with it. Ooh. Would you feel guilty about taking money for that? I don't know. Now I feel weird about it. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it was the I want to tell you that was I think that was yeah I want to tell you I think that's what and it was now I, I guess you can buy it now but, but yours at the time, is yours at is the time signed it was, yeah it's signed it's by O.J. Simpson yeah it was part of the original run that then the judge put a sanction on that he couldn't sell huh yeah I might feel kind of guilty about that God, not me not a bit <laughs> yeah sell in a heartbeat I don't know now I now I feel guilty about it you should just hold on to it until he dies and then you could sell that for a lot of money. Probably could. Mm-hmm. I probably could actually. Yeah. Hmm. Well, anyway, I've got it. Um, <laughs> moving on to ball talk. There was that. So I just want to let everybody know about the Oscar pres- pres- 
Pretorius Pistorius. Uh, whatever. Um, we'll go straight to this. This is something awesome. And actually, I'm wondering if Aaron Duran has heard about this yet. Oh, no. So it comes from the world of college football. But it has to do with University of Georgia wide receiver Chris Conley. So he's a college student. He is a what? Just going back to that O.J. Simpson thing. One of them selling online right now for $300. Seriously? I is am it not kidding, and it's signed. It looks it has the same piece of paper that yours came with. Is it selling? Are people bidding on it? Yeah. Dude, I could use, hmm. could use some money. Yeah, I could use some money. I'm just saying, wait until he dies, dude. It'll be worth so much more. That's true. Mm-hmm. And the rate he's going. Yeah, he's not. You may not have to wait too long. Huh. Get some all kinds of camping gear. Uh, I got Yeah, seriously. Yeah. All right, I got to think about this. All right, well, this is, um, <laughs> anyway, the other story, this is this is something awesome, and it has to do with the U- University of Georgia wide receiver Chris Conley, who is a huge Star Wars fan. Now, uh, a few months ago, he had posted something in, uh, in, like, a local place where he was talking about how he wanted to, he's also a film student, I guess he loves film, mm-hmm. he wanted to film some lightsaber battles around campus just for fun. He's got this, his own Jedi costume that he wears for fun. He, he said him and his brothers and sisters are huge Star Wars fans. Well, it went, started with that, and then it went on to he decided to film his own fan, make his own fan film. Awesome. Of a Star Wars fan film. I know he, nothing about doing that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he recruited the the uh, guy who does all the video editing for University of Georgia and their stuff, and then got this whole group together on campus, and they made their own Star Wars fan film. Now it's it's jokey, but it's clear that he loves Star Wars. They did uh, they didn't try to take it too seriously, although the effects and the way it's produced, it's really well done. Yeah, like it's really well done, and the whole thing with this. Is it's, it takes place on the campus of Uni- University of Georgia. He plays a his own made up Sith character, Kari Vion, who is a Sith Lord exiled. Oh wow! Who awesome. he said? I mean, <laughs> and this is where the joke part in comes in. He was exiled because he tried to force students to wear jorts. That's part of the uh, opening oh. thing. Oh, Sith but, Lord after Sarah's heart. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I do love me a good pair of jorts. But I got us uh, the, the way it's done. It's really good. It's twenty six minutes long. I'll have to check it out when I get yeah, home. Yeah, it's, it's worth checking out. We'll post it. We'll post a link to it at funemploymentradio.com on this episode so that people can watch it there, too. It's on YouTube. It's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And obviously, he is a big fan of Star Wars. And so uh, it's nice to see, you know, a college athlete doing something like that who normally they would probably try to hide their geekdom. Right. He is fully admitting to it. Not so much awesome. anymore. That's kind of changing. It is changing. Yeah. But just just the fact that this guy, he's just like, yeah, it just sounded like fun. So that's what they ended oh, up doing. Oh, that's cool. They're yeah. totally fun to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty hilarious. And he's got con- he's got this whole outfit that he obviously wears a lot. So that is <laughs> it. Georgia wide receiver Chris Conley making his own Star Wars fan film. And you can watch that. Uh, we'll put the link at funemploymentradio.com. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Hey, Greg, have I told you it's a little warm in here? It is a little bit hot in here. It is getting a little warmer. It's a little bit hot in the studio. I am. I know it's kind of odd, but as the day is going on, I feel like it's getting warmer. <laughs> it's, it is indeed. <laughs> I mean, this is shocking. Shocking. Try doing a show at eight o'clock on Wednesday nights. Oh <laughs> boy, howdy! Yeah. Well, speaking of shows, do you have a show today? Do indeed. Mm-hmm. Five thirty on Drive Time at the Drive In. Uh, I watched this movie a few days ago. It's been a long time since I've watched it, and I watched it a few days ago and forgot how much I love the soundtrack. So much that you don't even need the dialogue of this movie. You can just play the soundtrack and watch it, and it works. So I'm going to be playing the soundtrack to Desperado. Oh. Awesome. Yeah. Wow, Greg just gave it. <gasps> no, I, the Antonio Banderas song in <laughs> Spanish, wherever I can find it, I will yeah. do that in karaoke. I know the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it too. Las mujeres no me faltan ni el amor. 
And he, you don't sing, sing it like that, that do you? Lasa. No, yeah. no. I, I will actually. He sings sing it very grandiosely. Look, even though it's not a duet, I would totally just be on there next to you, and I'd be your compa. Yes. Play a fake guitar, and we'd walk down the bar and beat people up. Yes. Oh, oh, that has to happen, guys. It's an awesome soundtrack, though. I will, uh, when I can... That might be borderline insulting the way you're singing it. Well, that's fine. I'm doing it the best I can. I will sing Strange Face of Love if I can ever find it. Oh. The one that Tito and Tarantula do in the yes. scene where uh-huh. what's-his-name ends up getting shot in the face. After, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a great soundtrack. That is awesome. It's so that's going to be at five thirty on the five thirty radio yeah. network. Oh, that's uh, so unfortunately, cool. Unfortunately, no accidental housewives because ha- because two out of three of them are violently vomiting. I guess. Oh, gross! <laughs> they, did, they did not have a very good Fourth of July, it would seem. Well, I am very glad that their <laughs> vomiting faces aren't going to be near our microphones, <laughs> but right. I hope that they feel better. Yes, but five thirty, desperado. Ooh, desperado. Do you know uh, Jennifer Lopez almost had the part? Really? Yeah. Instead of uh, uh, why am I Salma, 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 Salma yeah. Salma, yeah, yeah. Hi. yeah. Rodrigo was going to use her, and then Salma Hayek expressed interest in the part. And bye bye, Jennifer Lopez. Ah, Jennifer Lopez. That was a much smarter call. Oh, very much smarter. Much smarter call. The biggest, baddest Mexican you've ever seen. Big as shit. <laughs> Just walks in like he owns I mean, a place. Big as shit. <laughs> Oh, it's such a great movie. All right, uh, oh, so wow, 5.30 on the Fun Employment Radio <laughs> Network. A big thank you to our other sponsor, Metro PCS. Yes. Metro PCS, a fantastic sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. And, of course, you can find a location near you by going to MetroPCS.com. So many locations. MetroPCS.com slash Metro. Find a location. Go in there. Check out their service. $40, flat rate, unlimited everything. No taxes or fees past that. That's it. Save yourself some money and uh, let them know that you heard about them from Fun Employment Radio. And if you've gone to any of our sponsors or done anything, yeah. and and send us an email and let us know because they like to hear about it too. And uh, I know we've had some people write in about Metro and Next Adventure and Bike Gallery. Send us an email. Let us know because we honestly really that helps like that. us out. Yep. Yeah, and then we can show them and be like, look, here's how awesome our listeners are. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, Aaron Duran. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> like I'm dead. It's hot. Yes, it's so hot. <laughs> <laughs>